Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Thursday afternoon, everybody. Kip Herridge here with your daily VRA Investing Podcast. One of the strangest days you'll see in the markets, one of the strangest days uh, I've seen in the market in some time. NASDAQ powers ahead, semiconductors power ahead, while the rest of the market continues to uh, show, show weakness here. Uh, from those June 8th lows, uh, again, just a couple of days after that, June 11th, we had a big 1,800-point down day in the Dow, and everything outside of the NASDAQ uh, has struggled to recover. The Dow Jones today finishing off its lows of more than 500 points today, but still finishing down 361 points, closing at 25,700, now putting it about 2,000 points below those June 8th highs. That's been problematic. Uh, Dow down 1.4% today. Uh, again, uh, across the board losses outside of NASDAQ. S&P 500 did better, only down 6 tenths of 1%, down 17 points, finishing at 31.52. The loser on the day, this is a common theme, has been the Russell 2000 small caps uh, down today. 2%. Pretty brutal losses here continuing to build in the Russell 2000. One thing we pointed out today is the, the trend line for the Russell 2000 that's been in place from those March 23rd lows. That trend line today was broken for the first time. And it's a, it's a well-defined trend line with four clear points connecting it. That was broken today. Uh, the action from here will be important. We will note that to all the technicals now are rolling over for the Russell 2000. That is, uh, that's not a good sign for the U.S. economy as coronavirus insanity continues to keep our businesses closed, continues to really stifle the U.S. economy, uh, even with all of the, uh, the funny money being printed. Also today, a lot of rumors from the uh, Trump administration about coming stimulus programs. The talk is it's going to be quite a bit less than we've had in the past. Democrats wanted $3 trillion. Republicans are leaning more towards $1 trillion. And uh, with uh, the recipients being cut down quite a bit. So uh, uh, these markets have relied on stimulus. These markets have relied on QE, watching very closely to see what the next move there is, both from the Federal Reserve and from the U.S. government. Again, the NASDAQ today, our winner, closing up one half of 1% today, up 55 points at 10,547. Again, it's a complete tale of two markets here. If you're one of about six to ten companies, you've had a great year. Everybody else, you're down for the year. Amazon hitting new uh, all-time highs again today, leading the way. Again, the coronavirus winner, Amazon. VIX, uh, the VIX, the volatility index today, closed up 4%. Of note and very pl- problematic is what's happening in interest rates. The 10-year today closing back down to 0.0, uh, 0.6%. Yield six tenths of one percent to yield there, there today, taking a big hit lower today. Again, not a sign of economic strength. We're seeing it also in the bank stocks down, uh, down big again today, down three and a half percent today on the BKX. Uh, it is a uh, it's a chart that looks like death. It's a chart that looks very much like small caps. It's a chart that looks very much like energy stocks right now, even with oil remaining near forty dollars a barrel. And it's a, tra- a chart that looks like the travel stocks which, again, continues to trade like death warmed over. Um, what else today? Uh, one thing we've noticed here is that even though the NASDAQ, uh, again, trading at all-time highs, we're looking at internal weakness in the NASDAQ. Case in point, uh, just about uh, two weeks ago, the NASDAQ was at its highest level in many years as far as the percentage of stocks in the NASDAQ composite trading at or above their 50-day moving average. That percentage got to 90%. Again, of all stocks in the NASDAQ composite trading above their 50-day moving average. Since then, though, it's off a cliff. Straight down, 
uh, it's been a cascading selling on, on these internals, and now we're down all the way down now to just 60% of the NASDAQ composite trading above its 50-day. But will it matter? Well, let's see. Again, semiconductors, they lead tech. Tech leads the market. Semiconductors today, SMH, the semi-ETF, up a big 1.7% today, uh, today trading at a new all-time high uh, intraday. And the SOX index also up 1.3% today, uh, hitting a new all-time high again today as well. So it's a crazy market, like I said, but if you're, if you're following it based on some of the oldest parameters that we know to, uh, to judge and kind of a key the market off of as techs and semis, you still want to be long this market. And remember, we still have most indexes trading above the 200-day moving average, uh, but uh, that is not the case, again, with small caps. And uh, quick look-see, it's also now not the case, again, with the Dow Jones. And uh, the uh, SP of 100 continues to be above its 200-day, and the NASDAQ, of course, is above its 200-day as well. But uh, some real internal destruction happening, or internal weakness at least happening, uh, inside of the NASDAQ, something to keep a very close eye on, uh, especially with uh, some real concerns about the U.S. economy as these lockdowns and business closures continue to take their toll. Countless thousands of businesses that are now gone, 20 million Americans out of work, and uh, seem to be not a very cohesive nationwide strategy uh, to deal with business reopenings, states reopenings, and of course, whether or not kids will go back to school in the fall. This is not a recipe for uh, confidence at all. Let's take a look under the hood today at the internals. Uh, again, a mixed bag here. As far as the uh, NASDAQ, well, up-down volume was essentially flat, while advanced decline was 2 to 1 negative in the NASDAQ. Same thing in the NYSE, except consistently negative across the board. 3 to 1 negative advanced decline in NYSE, up-down volume, almost 3 to 1 negative there as well. But the winner, again, in our internals, continues to be new 52-week highs to lows. It, it kind of boggles the mind, but here we go again today. 265 companies uh, combined from the NYSE and NASDAQ hit new 52-week highs today to just 51 hitting new 52-week lows. So, um, folks, it's a crazy market. It's a crazy market. If you're long NASDAQ and, and tech and semis, you're probably pretty happy. If you own anything else outside of the gold, silver, and the miners, not quite so much. Uh, we'll cover those in just a moment here, but let's first take a look at our sector watch today. Of the 11 S&P 500 sectors, nine finished lower on the day, again, led by energy stocks, down a big 4.8% today. Right behind that, financials, again, just banks, financials, cannot, cannot catch a break. Uh, rates imploding is not good for the banks. Probably headed to where we are in Europe and Japan, negative rates. That gravity continues to pull. Financials down 2% today. Also, industrials down 2%. Our winner on the day, again, tech up 4 tenths of 1%, and consumer discretionary up 7 tenths of 1%. And our commodity watch today, again, this is where the strength is, where the strength has been. Gold, silver, and the miners gave some up today, though. Gold down $12 an ounce at $18.08, now putting it $107 below all-time highs of 2011. It broke a streak here of a really good run in gold and precious metals, uh, precious metals and miners. Silver, again, today down just fractionally, down $0.14 cents an ounce, still above the $19 an ounce level, uh, trading right now at $19.02 an ounce. And uh, copper, we will note, Today is now trading at a new 
um, six-month high. Copper has been very, very strong. Again, strength out of China, uh, purchasing uh, commodities again, as our guess, as their economy <clears throat> continues to recover. Uh, one point we'll make on the miners, we, we pointed out to our folks this morning, seeing a real interesting development here uh, in the GDX to gold ratio. Again, the miners lead. The miners lead on the way up and the way down. They lead gold up and down. And they've been giving a massive buy signal just yesterday. The GDX to gold ratio, that relative strength ratio between the two, hit a new four-year high. That typically means a rally is coming. We've seen it so far. That in that that ratio appears to be to want to go parabolic here, and it reminds us very much of what happened at the beginning of the 2008 bull market in precious metals and miners. This is when gold took off again. We had our first. Uh, first brand of quantitative easing, QE1, started, uh, of course, through the financial crisis. Gold sniffed that out. The miners sniffed that out. During that time, for about a year and a half, the uh, GDX to gold ratio was trading at better than four to one. Uh, we've had back-to-back days now of better than three and a half to one. And the index now, again, the gold silver ratio, excuse me, the gold GDX to gold ratio is flashing major buy signals. We believe this is... Uh, the beginning of a multi-year move higher. We believe this is the bull market of bull markets for this group. And finally for today, Bitcoin uh, trading again almost exactly like gold has been before gold broke out recently. Bitcoin uh, being a coiled spring as we see it, trading right now at 9,218, down 209 on Bitcoin. Folks, that's it for today. Hope you had a great day. Please join us at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.